Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Katie. And I'm your host, Chris. And this is our podcast. You can find us at cockandcrow.com, where this podcast lives, as well as our blog and our amazing e-course. The e-course is called Reality Rehab, and it's a course for anyone who's ever felt stuck in their relationship, in their crappy job, in their financial situation, basically stuck in anything. Having said all that, welcome to today's podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about hosting travelers. We've we've been hosting for three years, I wanted to say that, yeah. um, via two websites that connect travelers to hosts like us, these websites being airbnb.com and couchsurfing.com. Org. Oh, dot org? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's funny because you do, he does couch surfing and I do Airbnb, so that would make sense. Like we there. each manage the other site. Yeah. So, because it's so busy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we've had people are fascinated by that, that we host people in our homes, that we host strangers in our homes. And um, more than a few people have asked for stories about the people that we host and about what it's like to be a host. So we figured we'd call this, you know, installment one of Adventures in Hosting. And this is for the first quarter of. 2015 crazy fuck (laughs) anyway okay so uh one notable traveler we had was sarah she was really really fucking pretty like she was just so beautiful and she owns a company called urban minerals which i am not getting paid to endorse (laughs) um and she was from toronto toronto and had set up her company urban minerals so that it was completely you know running itself and it's all online and so she was able to uh say sayonara and travel for a year and doesn't she sell her stuff at whole foods too i think in toronto though not not like everywhere um and so we were super fascinated and inspired by just anybody that's doing long-term travel is just really fantastic but um, And Phoenix was her first stop, so she was just going through this major transition of, you know, she was, traveling for a year. Holy shit, you know? Her trip was crazy, I remember, too, because she was doing it through a travel agency. And, like, I remember she only could book, like, three months or so of it at a time, but she was going to, like, all these different countries everywhere. So she had to, like, be working with her agent and booking stuff out for later on in her trip while while she was here. And I just thought yeah. that was so crazy that she didn't... It was so much traveling that she couldn't even plan it all in one shot. Right. So that was just wild. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense because we've never planned more than three months in one go. Yeah. Um, she was also... She's also writing a book about people's connections to beauty and nature. And so she asked us a bunch of really neat, insightful questions and was just a delight yes. to host. Um, then we had Will. Oh, <laughs> I just loved him. He like came, he like checked in in the evening, and he immediately was like our oldest, bestest friend in the whole world. Oh, yeah. Like he was just, and he was super, super interesting because he was from New Jersey, right? Or Philadelphia? Shit. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Well, anyway, one of those like East Coast cities, you know, Northeast. <laughs> And so he just had that, like, kind of booming voice, like, you know, that cute little kind of mild accent from the East Coast and (laughs) just, you know, a good old boy. Like, but, so you kind of could think maybe, like, he was a fucking meathead, like, he just was, you know, raised by a Catholic family and, like, 
one of five boys and, you know, kind of misogynistic and whatever, you know. <laughs> but it turned out he had, like, left and actually currently lives in Korea teaching English. Yeah. And is, like, a world traveler. So he's, like, all about a Philly cheesesteak, but he's, like, completely, like open-minded and worldly and and just had the most incredible stories and just was not at all like like don't judge a book by its cover because he totally like he has a korean girlfriend too right well yeah Yeah, he lives in korea yeah so but he brought her home to philadelphia to meet his parents and everything which we saw you know on facebook photos yeah we went uh, out to breakfast with him and he hung out with us and yeah we made good friends with him yeah yeah we loved him um (laughs) Okay, then we had, oh, really cute, Nitesh and Nick. Um, I guess we should ask people if we should use their names. I don't know. Anyway, we're not using last names or identifying details, and yeah. we're only saying the greatest things about people. So anyway, Nitesh and Nick, they um, were from Mass... Well, they, they were going to college in Massachusetts, yeah. right? Yeah. And they came out here to go to something at ASU downtown, some kind of journalistic major conference or something like that. And um, so they were just two buddies who'd met in college, just two, you know, 19, 20-year-old guys. And they were awesome. Yeah, they were super cool. They were really, really sweet guys and really um, reminded us a lot of, like, the European young people that we've hosted and that they were just... Again, like, well-traveled, worldly, able to hold a conversation, like, were very mature, very well-spoken, very just, like, motivated and driven. Like, we were talking about, you know, everything from, like, abortion to herbal birth control to political protest to photography to, you know. You could tell they were, like, active, like, actual students because they were, like, very well-studied and knew a lot of information and could convey it very well, and they were just, like, super practiced in that. So it was just fun to talk to people who were super, you know, into what they were doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so they were great. Um, Oh, then we had this really funny guy, Doug. He was super cute. He he was another one who, like, don't judge a book by its cover because... So he was stuck at the airport, like he missed his flight or something, and he messaged us like super last minute, you know, for the same night, and he seemed cool enough, and so we accepted. And he got here, and he was a little, like, um, abrasive, like, when he first got here. I thought he was, like, a total asshole, actually. (laughs) Yeah, but just for, like, the first three minutes, because then as soon as, like, we started talking to him, he was fucking hilarious. And it turns out he's also a host in Colorado, and he rents out, normally he just rents out his whole place. And so he had these hilarious stories about, like, this one group that had rented his condo and they stole his can opener, but they left a microwave, even though he already had a microwave. Like, they'd gone out and, like, bought a brand new microwave and then <laughs> left it, but stole his can opener. That's so weird. Like, just, he just had the funniest, funniest stories. And so it was really, it's always, like, fun to host another host and then... And then he left a sweater when he left, which was really weird because he left it just, like, laying right on the bed. Um, like and how? it, like, looked good on him, but when I tried it on me, it looked awful. And so we didn't keep it. That's a funny <laughs> detail. Like, I totally <laughs> forgot that and wouldn't have thought to say it. <laughs> so that was Doug. Um, then, okay, this one was really weird. This guy, Blake, he was local. At least on his profile, it said he was local. Like, he was from, you know, the next town over. Um, 15 minutes away. 
And he sent us a message and said he was thinking of moving to the area. And so he just wanted to come and stay with us for two nights and, like, check out downtown Phoenix. And so, and he was, like, really enthusiastic. Like, he loved our profile. You know, he was just completely adorable. And so the day he's supposed to check in, him and his friend, um, we kind of don't hear from him. And and then we hear from him, like, around dinner time that they're going to see a movie. So it's like, okay, great. I mean, whatever. You know, come over whenever. Do, do whatever you're doing. And then he texts at, like, 10 o'clock at night, and he's like, it's just too late. It's too late for us to check in. We just feel too bad. We'll just see you guys tomorrow. And it was like, okay. I mean, you guys just made that up. Like we, yeah. we never said like, and it actually, it's only 10 o'clock. Like we're not, you know, 92 <laughs> years old. And so, so it was like, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, so the, and then the next day we just never heard from him and he <laughs> never showed up. So he paid for two nights and just like, didn't show up. Like, it was just completely bizarre. But it was, like, some free money. So, yeah. whatever. That happens every now and then. Yeah. Okay. Which is it's just nice. it's a little perk. <laughs> um, then we had uh, Sylvia. And she was really cute. Like, a really adorable little blonde. And was with, like, an equally adorable man. And they seemed cool enough. They rented our living room futon. And so, the morning they arrive... They immediately, like, are just getting ready to, like, go and do whatever they're going to do for the day. So they're, they spread their shit everywhere, all over the futon, all over the living room. And I was like, okay, this is fine. I mean, they're just, like, getting ready. Like, of course, you have to, like, pull some shit out and, like, you're traveling. you got to figure out, you know, whatever. So then we left to, like, do some quick little errand. And we came back just as they were leaving. So we're like, okay, bye. You know, have a nice day. See you later. And we go in the house and their shit was fucking everywhere <laughs> in our living room like it was all over the futon covered the fucking entire couch i mean all over the floor everything from clothes to bathroom stuff to ch- empty cheetos bags like trash like garbage and it was just like are you fucking serious like this is our fucking living room this isn't your <laughs> private room and we live in a tiny house it's not like this was like living room a and we'll just like hang out in the north wing today like you know and so i was like super pissed and it just like completely i mean it made our our living room like not functional and we like work from home and so we needed the fucking space you know and so i just took all their shit and just threw it in a fucking pile in the corner because it was like fuck you you know (laughs) so then they come back you know they come back to all their shit in a pile and they don't really say anything like we're in the living room the piles you know over here they go over to the pile and get whatever they need and then she looks at us and she's like oh yeah sorry about or i just didn't know what to do with our stuff so and I was like, I just didn't say anything because it was just like, I'm not even going to like dignify that with a response. <laughs> but it was like, are you fucking kidding me? You bullshit Barbie. Like, you don't know what to do with your stuff. Like, since when is the option? I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just fucking leave it everywhere. <laughs> they even had a car, too. So it's like they could have just like put all their shit in the trunk. Fucking weird. Yes. Anyway, she I call her the dirty futon girl. We stuck them in the other room because they were so dirty. Yeah. Which is just, I mean. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) So, oh, okay. So then we hosted this lovely girl, Lila. Do you want to talk about Lila? 
I just told that whole story, so. So Lila, she was cool. She was kind of one of those people that just fit in right away. Like, you know, you just sort of mesh with people immediately sometimes, and so that's always nice. And um, she happened to be hungry, and so she followed us down to the farmer's market because it was, like, right as she arrived and um, hung out with us. And then we happened to run into some friends while we were there, and she hung out with us for that, too, and kind of just hung out the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. And so we ended up having just, like, really good conversations with her, and... um, she, like, lived in Silicon Valley and was here for a conference, I think, right? Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, and she was talking about how it's just, like, the rent there is so insane. Like, and we she, pay, like, $700 for our whole house, like, our three-bedroom house, and she pays, like, $800 to, like, rent a room. Yeah, just, like, a spare bedroom. It's, like, it was insane. But she was really sweet, and she was one of those, like, when she left, it was like, oh, you know, yeah. we didn't want her to go. Yeah, yeah. Um... Oh, this was kind of a fun example. Marit. So she, um, I think, was from Seattle. Just a really cool, like, down-home, backpacker, outdoorsy, like, type, you know. And she just came and stayed for one night because the next morning she was getting up early to meet up with a group at a park really near our house. And then they were all going to head up north and, like, take some crazy, crazy crazy-ass group hike together. So that was, she was, like, really sweet and... She had a big backpack. She had a huge backpack. Like, she was, like, on some epic backpacking trip, and this was just, like, one of her stops to, like, go and hike or whatever. Um, Oh, you should tell the Lillian story, just because you, like, talked to them more than I did. (laughs) So this woman, an older woman um, from Spain, and she had her son who I think was, like... 14, 15, something like that. Which is just cute, right? Like a mom and son traveling together. Yeah, yeah. They were traveling all over the whole U.S. and it was really cool. Um, And so they, yeah, they just kind of came and stayed with us. And um, it turns out that we were talking about traveling and uh, sharing travel stories. And the mom had gone to college in London in a tiny little town, like a little neighborhood of London that we happened to stay in on one of our previous trips there. So we knew exactly the neighborhood that she was talking about and everything. And it was super cool. And we kind of connected on that. Um, and then, yeah. Very they, like small world shit. Like yeah. that was a very obscure like yeah, connection. Yeah. It was totally not a, a, like a big area or anything like that. So it was just kind of so super random that we had both spent time in that same little spot in London. Um, and, um, yeah, they, they were like super encouraging. They said to come to Spain and visit there and made it sound all really cool. And, um, so now we have another person to add to our 2016 yeah. trip. Um, and I think we sent them to welcome diner because we send everybody to welcome diner. <laughs> he sends everybody to welcome diner. <laughs> welcome diner should, um, like give give us us, a cut or something yeah give us like a free dinner once a month or something like that because we literally send like everybody that stays with us to welcome diner and you guys should all go eat at welcome diner yeah in fact the last lady that stayed with us went to welcome diner like three days in a row i think or something like that so how about that i mean it's legit it's like a thing yeah they're awesome um okay so then we had this super hilarious asian lady um, we're not racist per se, <laughs> but like we just, we, I, I have like no tact. And so I'll say like, you know, Asian or Chinaman or like really inappropriate stuff. But I, and if you don't know me, I probably just sound like an like asshole, a, like but a complete redneck, like, like a fucking hick. Yeah. But I'm really not. I love all kinds of people. I just, 
have a weird sense of humor. Anyway, so <laughs> we had this Asian lady, Luna. And was her husband Asian, too? No. She was a tiny little Asian woman. Her husband was fucking tiny. That's probably why I thought he was Asian, too. But So they came, and they checked in. <laughs> and Chris, like, you know, showed them to their room, gave them the little tour. And I think we had some people over when they checked in, like some friends over. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so we were kind of hanging out doing our thing. And they were, I, I broke away and showed him the room. And Didn't kinda, she, like, make a face or you were saying, like, she was... She asked me some weird question. What the heck was it? Like, um... Something about showering or... Dang it, I don't even know. Well, whatever. It was a really random, bizarre question. And then they're like, okay, we're going to go get our stuff. And I kind of just had this feeling, like, that they su- felt super awkward. And then they were gone for, like, ten minutes. And I, I started thinking, you know what? I don't think these guys are coming back. Like, I think they said they were going to go get their stuff, and then they just totally bolted. And I was, like, expecting, like, the phone to ring any minute and, like, it'd be Airbnb, you know, on the line saying that these guys are all freaked out or something. Um, But then they showed up. They came back in with all their stuff. So I was kind of – and then I was imagining, like, maybe they were outside and – and she was like, let's get out of here. And he was like, no, no, it's only for one night. Just, just, you know, tough it out. It'll be fine, you know, and – um, which is really funny because, like, our house is awesome. And so I just don't understand people sometimes. Um, so they came back in and they, they went in the room and they closed the door. And, like, she – we never heard a peep from her for the rest of the night. But he came out and talked to us for a few minutes. And he actually seemed, like, really pretty cool and um, asked us a bunch of questions. And then they went to bed and I think they just bolted out the next morning. Yeah, I don't um, think we even saw them in the morning. But they were super funny, just the way they were. Well, and I totally was like, oh, yeah, they're totally going to leave. Because I quit a job like that once. I was working at, like, this fucking ghetto sub shop. And just my boss was, like, a complete fucking piece of shit loser. (laughs) And was just, like, an alpha male, like, manager dickhead, you know? And so it was just me and him this one day. And I was like, I I, I can't. And so I was like, I'm going to go get something from my car. And I just never came back. And so that's why I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably totally doing that same thing. Like, you know, um, but anyway. But they came back. Yeah, they came back. Uh, Okay, so fun. So then we hosted this fucking lovely couple, Antonio and Jasmine. Mm. And, (laughs) oh, did you hear his little purr? (laughs) Um, Antonio is fucking a beautiful black man. Just (laughs) fucking beautiful. And Jasmine is stunning yes, i mean yes they, they were both just they were a very beautiful they couple. were like a movie star couple i mean we were like holy shit you know <laughs> um and they're but they're both like actors right yeah so i mean i guess that makes sense they were both just like very polished and and fucking lovely yeah and they were in town from hollywood in town to like go to like a family something christening or something like that and just you know didn't want to stay with their family um and stayed with us thank fuck And so they were really busy, like, the first couple days with family stuff, But so we didn't really see them. But then they kind of came out on the third day, and they were like, hey, we were wondering, like, if we could stay, like, two more nights, and, like, if we could have, like, a third person join us. And you you could tell that they, like, didn't know, like, how we were going to react. And we were just like, yeah, totally, it's fine. Like, you can pay us cash, and, yeah, you can throw down an air mattress for the third person, like, whatever, you know? And so they were like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And so then the third person that joined them was their fucking friend, Johnny. And he was just like... He was really fun, too. He was a complete delight. I mean, just like... A t- <laughs> they were all just like gem humans, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And they just had a great story. Like, um, 
you know, Jasmine and Johnny used to date, and now Jasmine and Antonio are dating, but Antonio and Johnny are, like, really fantastic friends, and it was just this beautiful, like, yeah, no drama, like, yeah, you know, it was just, like, really refreshing, and so we really connected on just all of that kind of, you know, lifestyle, just whatever choices. Johnny was a photographer and took amazing photos. Amazing photos. And showed us all kinds of really cool stuff. Yeah. We had a great time just hanging out with them. We actually cooked a meal with them. We had some other couch surfers come. Oh, yeah. So, and stay at the same time. Well, their story, I mean, their story intersects with the yeah. next travelers. Yeah. Well, Olivia and, uh, and David. David. David, yeah. Um, they were from Sweden. Um, he was Irish and she was Swedish, but no, he was Scottish. I take the back. He, yeah, he was Scottish and she was Swedish, but they both lived in Stockholm together and um, they were just couch surfing around the country. Um, traveling around and things and so they came and they stayed with us and we all like all the whole group just like totally hit it off and um, David and Olivia wanted to cook for everybody one night so um, they made this amazing like vegetarian they were like vegetarian meatballs but they were like super super good and they just made this huge feast for us for everybody and we all sat out on the front porch around our little table and had a nice candlelit dinner outside and had just like the best time talking and sharing really cool stories and that was like it's like that was like one of those moments where we're like this is totally why we do this this is so awesome these are the coolest people and this is just like you can't buy this anywhere else and so um it was just like the epitome of the reason why this is a thing for us so yeah um yeah that was a, a really great time and we well, had a blast with them yeah well and then um since everybody like bonded antonio jasmine and johnny were heading up north like the next day to camp in sedona and so were Olivia and David. And so they ended up riding with them and they like all camped together. And it was just like heartwarming to have <laughs> like, to have like created space for that. Yeah. You know, to be like, they all came to our house and met and, and just, you know, it was just kind of a neat, like. Yeah, totally. That was, that was really sweet too. Um, so that's Olivia and David. Um, and then we hosted this really funny guy. Eric, and he actually inspired our first podcast, <laughs> uh, episode one, all about polyamory, um, because he came in for one night and was super, like, chatty and conversational, asking us all kinds of questions, and he... I remember one thing about him. It was interesting. He was kind of one of those guys where normally, like, when people come up to the front porch, I'm like, hey, hi, I'm Chris, you know, nice to meet you, welcome, come on in, and, like, he walked up, and... the. We just, like, our energies matched right away, and it was just like, hey, man, how's it going? And he's like, hey, man. And it was just like, it was like I'd known this guy forever or something. We're totally just like, come on in, man, hang out, you know? And he just sat around and, you know, just like start. we just like went right into a conversation without even doing any official orientation or anything like that. It was just like a buddy coming over to chill, you know? And so that was really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um. Well, all, that was also because sometimes people ask about, like, don't you get tired of having people around or don't you get whatever? And it's like, yeah, but it's not like a bad thing because you just you're just like honest with people. So I remember like Eric and Chris were chatting and I came out like from the back room, like from my little office and um, just to get something. And Eric like started talking to me like, oh, what do you what's your website about? What do you write about? And I was like. I can't. I, I don't have any brain power left to chat right now. Like, no, no, totally nothing personal, but, like, peace out, you know? And I just, like, went back, you know, got what I was getting and went back. And so it's, like, stuff like that. Like, I, I you know, 
I'm under no obligation to like stand there and fake chat with him. Why would I do that? You know, um, I think that'd be most people's first instinct, but it's like, just, just be real. I'm just me just living my life. And in that moment, I didn't feel like chatting and it was no big fucking deal. Yeah. So anyway, but he, the next morning he asked us a lot about polyamory and you could tell his mind was just completely blown because he was like, I could never do that. Like I'm way too jealous. I'm, but he didn't say it like I'm jealous and like I need to work on that. You know, it was like almost like he was saying he was jealous, like that was like an attribute, which was like really kind of weird. And so sort of like in passing as he was leaving, he was like, yeah, way to go, man, with the poly thing. I just, I don't know, I think I'm just like too masculine for that too much testosterone. And then he just like kind of left, you know? And so it left us sitting there like, oh, man, there's so much like we wanted to say. But <laughs> it, it inspired like that podcast where we talked about like, actually, you know, uh, it takes a really strong like manly fucking man to be polyamorous. Yeah. Um, and you're a little sissy bitch. <laughs> and, you know. But we couldn't say that to him. No, because he was, like, going to catch a flight and whatever. Um, so the last the last guest we'll, we'll speak of is... Wait, no. What about um, the girls? Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot. Because they were couch surfers. Yeah, yeah. And so I just kind of... Holy shit. Okay. Well, let's say... <laughs> let's talk about Diana first because okay. she's more lame. Okay. We'll end with the girls. <laughs> So we had this girl, Diana, and, you know, she she read our profile. Our profile is extremely detailed. It goes into all the, you know, we're into sexuality and sex positive and sex education and pregnancy and placentas and anal sex guides and reusable <laughs> toilet paper. I mean, you know, we say all that shit in our profile. So she read it and was totally cool with it and came to stay. And I don't think she said more than 12 words. She, well, she well, was here. She, she was super interesting because I remember I walked up to the... I, I heard like this little tiny mouse knock on the door on our screen. And so I walked over and there's this little girl. She's like five feet tall and she was practically like hyperventilating. She, she was so crazy nervous and so super awkward when she walked in. Um, she, and she like couldn't ever make eye contact with me when she spoke or anybody. I mean, she just like would stare off into space and it was kind of weird. Um, and I was just like, okay, calm down. Because <laughs> she was, like, breathing heavy, like, hyperventilating when she came in. Like, she had to, like, get her shit together, like, when she walked in the front door <laughs> to, like... And I was just like, what is going on with this girl? Like, okay. And so I showed her her space, and she, like, set her stuff down. And then she kind of talked a little bit, but still never making eye contact. And she had come into town to go to the McDowell Mountain Music Festival because, like, her favorite band, Starfucker, was playing there. And she came to town just to see them play, and that's it. Like, she didn't even want to go to the rest of the show or the festival. She just was going to go see them play their set and then just, like, be done. And so, um, but she was like, I'm in school and I have like finals on Monday. And so I'm pretty much just going to be like studying the whole rest of the time that I'm here. And then I'm going to go to the show and then I'm going to get up at five o'clock the next morning and fly home. We're like, whatever. So, and that was pretty much the last stuff that we like said to her the whole time she was here because she like was super quiet and kept to herself. Well, the whole next day she did exactly what she said she was going to do. She put her headphones on. She studied all day. We never saw her eat, which was weird. Like she didn't eat all day until she left the house at like you know 4 30 in the afternoon so she left the house and she came back like i don't know two hours later around like mm -hmm. 6 30 or 7 at night 
and studied some more and then was outside on the phone for a while and then came in and went to bed. (laughs) And so we were like, no fucking way. She didn't even go to the fucking show because she was out there on the porch on the phone with a friend, like being like, I I don't know the show and this and that. And my flight's at five o'clock in the morning. And and it's like, yeah. What? So she, like, spent all that money. Like, she's a college student. You know, she bought a plane ticket, booked an Airbnb, bought the McDowell Mountain Festival tickets, and fucking didn't even go to to the the festival or to see the band play or anything. (laughs) She came to sit on our futon and study, go out for an hour and get a sandwich, and go to sleep and catch a 5 o'clock flight. That, like, blew my fucking mind. And we probably, we kind of thought that this was, like, the craziest thing that she'd ever done in her whole life. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she's from, like, a really small town or what, but she was just a total trip. Like, yeah. Like, she was way out of place. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we'll we'll close with just another just epic yes. heartwarming <laughs> story. So we hosted these three girls, Hannah, Lily, and Ellie. Yes. Fuck. They were. <laughs> it took f- us a, a day or two to like get their names straight. Yeah. Because <laughs> especially Lily and Ellie, because yeah. it was just like sounded the same. And, yeah. Um, were they all from Edinburgh? Um, I think two of them were, and then one of them was from like Northern England, like Manchester oh, yeah. area. Okay. And um, or Leeds. Yeah, Leeds, and I yeah. think they were all going to college together. Yes. Somewhere in the UK. I think they all went in Leeds, actually. Oh, okay. And so they were just three fucking gal pals <laughs> on an epic road trip, like, around the U.S. Just so fucking classic, like, adorable. And they were using, like, ride shares primarily. I and think. couch surfing. And couch surfing. And, um, um, and they were just, I mean, so fun to talk to. Just so warm, so loving. <laughs> and just, like, they would all, like, do each other's hair and makeup and, like, lay around and cuddle. They were just, like, classic fucking girlfriends. Yeah. Like, it was the cutest fucking thing I'd ever seen. And um, so we just completely adored them for, like... And they ended up staying, like, a yeah. couple days longer than they planned. And um, just... Which we, we loved. We loved and completely bonded with them. And then... Fucking when they left, it was so (laughs) great. So they were trying to get to Austin, and, like, they couldn't work out a ride, which is why they ended up staying, like, an extra day or two. And so finally they work out a ride, and supposedly, like, some some cowboy in a VW bus is, like, going to pick him up and drive him to Austin. So it's like... We didn't know it was a VW. We just thought... We didn't know anything about him until he pulled up, I thought. I no, we knew like he drove a bus. Oh, okay. Drove, drove, okay. drove a bus, and so it just kind of like sounded mildly sketchy. I don't know, you know, whatever. <laughs> but so we're all just like kind of on the porch, and fucking sure as shit, this beautiful, shiny, gorgeous VW bus pulls up with this fucking little white cowboy in it, cowboy hat, jeans, no shirt. Gets out is just completely adorable <laughs> and comes up and is just the fucking nicest guy you'd ever want to meet in your life. Like, and picks up these three girls yeah. and, and hoists their fucking huge bags up on the roof of the bus and straps them down and loads them all up in the bus. Like, it was just <laughs> like, you can't make this shit up. Like, it was like a movie. And like three days later, they made it to they Austin. They made it to Austin. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was really sweet. Yeah. 
that was sad to see them go too. We oh, took pictures yeah. and we, we put them all up and so sad. Are friends with all of them, but now we're gonna go stay with them um, when we go to England next time. So yeah. we're totally looking forward to that. So and we'll pro- we could post the photos. Like we'll post the photos below oh, yeah. below the podcast link yeah. and link to our our Airbnb profile if you guys want to. Well, I guess some of them. Well, like well the photos we have. I'm have sure those laugh. people wouldn't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Since we have nothing but good things to say about them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that concludes our fucking first <laughs> first installment of hosting adventures. Um, so listen next time and share this and host people, host people. Come yes, on. host people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye.